What's up, players, skaters, and everyone else in between? This is Serial Killer, and I'm here with Enforcer. Today, we are going to be ringing in the new year with a recap episode. We are going to be reminiscing back through the months, starting with January. But before we get started, we would all like to thank you so much for your support. Without your support, the podcast really wouldn't be a thing. So we really want to extend our thank you. Yeah, for real. Like, thank you all so much. Genuinely, without, like, people giving us support, this wouldn't be nearly as fun anyways. Um, But Emma and I really thank you. Yeah, even though, like, I don't know, I've thought about it. Um, This year was, like, our first, like, full year of the podcast. But it was still, like, a really monumental year, like, reminiscing. Me and Shelby would, like, look back at, like, what what our growth was looking like when we first started the podcast. (laughs) And it was, like... Damn. So we have, we have like really came a long way and so we really appreciate it. And I think we have some really small like details coming or just like small changes that are yeah. really exciting. I don't know. Should we, I want to talk about our social media first before we get into like the recap. Yeah, no, we we totally can talk because about it. Because Shelby it. was texting me. She's like, we need to change something. It looks gross. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it looks great. I think blah, blah, blah. And, but then she just kind of went crazy and was able (laughs) not went crazy in like a bad way but like she went she went ham (laughs) and she just really like changed the way that like our social media looks if you'll like notice like the covers of our content are different a little bit and more like i don't know they're very on theme and it looks really great so i'm really excited for that that we're gonna have some like consistency and so as like somebody that i think yeah yeah I think, like, a big thing is, like, Emma and I, if you don't know a lot about our personal lives, we both grew up pretty artistic, and we really like, like, artsy-fartsy stuff. So I think, like, seeing that in our content was kind of important, at least to me, just because I feel like this is kind of like an art project. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It kind of is. Um, So, yeah, I just, like, went through, and some of the covers that didn't really look aesthetically pleasing or kind of like match yeah. what like our social media looks like. I just went through and kind of edited those in kind of a sort of like a scrapbook style. I think that's kind of the direction that we're going. Yeah. Kind of like we just did an art project and there's just like crap laying on the table, you know, after <laughs> you're like done and you got all the scraps of paper and like the different things. That's what it kind of looks like to me. Yeah. I don't know. It looks not like it works. It looks nice, and I'm very excited for it. Vibing with it, yeah. And I think it also matches because, like, and we're gonna talk about this a little bit in in our episode, but like, we have merch, but all of our merch is kind of like handmade. Like, yeah, um, our bandanas, like I tie dyed myself and printed them myself, and like the stickers I drew. So it's like it's it's very like an artsy Mm -hmm. vibe. I feel like it goes good. Yeah, it does. It works well. Well, shall we get into the first month of last year, January? What were we up to? We so it was mostly just a just a preparation month. Yeah, from what I can see, I was getting kind of ready for Bodice, and you were getting ready for your adult season, and. Um, one kind of fun thing was we did get to play each other. Yeah, it was a mashup. It was a mashup style style thing, but it was Team Kansas versus sort of like the world. 
or whatever. Yeah. So anybody could sign up and play against Team Kansas. So Emma signed up and we got to play against each other. That was really fun. I remember just being so excited. And I think everybody was so excited because it was like your first (laughs) taste of like roller derby, like playing again. I remember just being like, oh, my Mm -hmm. God, I'm going to play in a game. And then coming from that, we actually started the year making content. We made a uh, mic'd up reel on our social media that everybody actually really liked that. (laughs) It was a funny little, funny little thing. Yeah. But yeah, we did that. That was fun. We need to do that again. I know, we do. It was so funny. And that's what started Emma losing our wheels. Oh my god. It's happened multiple times. It was the beginning. Huh? It was the beginning. The beginning of losing. <laughs> There's of lore. That. There's lore. <laughs> Going into February, you did some stuffs. Nothing crazy. It just kind of continued to prep because we weren't playing until March or my, my home team. And um, so the juniors were ready sailing and they were ready to host their first ever tournament in February. This was the first ever, they call it the sour hearts tournament or NCJ Junior, <laughs> no coast junior derby. And so this is their first ever earlier tournament. Like we always host one in the spring, but this was an earlier one. Um, it was a lot of fun. I just remember we had a couple of kids that were out. I think one of our main players, they were out. And so it was kind of a fun little experiment. We were, kind of messing with the kids and like putting them in different spots and they weren't used to I don't know it was just kind of like a fun tournament I don't remember it being any crazy I can't remember the teams that were there I want to say like Ad Astra was there in Boulder Mm -hmm. I want to say they were there it was yeah it was a lot of fun those tournaments are always so much fun to coach and it's good like learning experiences for me especially and then going into March this is a big month for Shelby yeah, that's when Botus was going on. So I was able to go up and play um, at that tournament for Team Kansas. And it was super fun. I was able to ma- meet quite a few of my buddies that I've kind of talked to on social media. Uh, I got to meet, like, Thrasher and Skid. And I met Spaz. She goes by She-Devil now. But I was able to meet those guys. And it was really cool to get to talk to them and kind of hang out with them. And yeah. get to watch some of my buddies play some high-level roller derby. Um, overall, it was just really, it was a pretty fun experience. Um, and then I had a one-week turnaround. And I went and I played against Lina at home, which is kind of crazy. It's always intense going from a tournament going home and then playing another game. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's when your body really starts getting sore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a couple of days after and you're like, ah, my muscles hurt. Yeah. Time to go play again. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Um, And then for me in March, that was my first ever adults game. We played, uh, oh my God, a team from Fargo, North Dakota. They were a lot of fun. It was also a huge first game for us back. Uh, No Coast hadn't played since 2019, and so a lot of fans and people that hadn't seen them play in so long came out, and we had over, I want to say, 500 people in attendance. It was pretty wild. The We played this game at the Lincoln Sports Foundation, which is the youth complex that the juniors use. And it's not as big as the icebox, and so a lot of people are standing. The crowd went back, like, 
couple feet. I don't know, like more than a couple, probably. I don't know measurements that well. But it was insane. Like, it was wild. I couldn't believe that there there was that many people to watch some roller derby. And then going into April. Yeah, so at least for me, I didn't do a lot. But we we went to Missouri and we played against this team called Como. And their venue in particular is kind of interesting. I actually played in a few interesting venues this this year. Maybe I'll touch on a few of the the other ones. But their venue is just like a Morton building. And it's low-key in the middle of, like, it feels like it's in the middle of nowhere. Like, I don't, it's very, very rural. What's, like, the, very... what's a Morton building? Oh, <laughs> a Morton building is like a shop. Okay. Like a, like a, like the metal shop buildings. Okay. Kind of like a garage, but yeah, you, can, they, okay. you sometimes get really big. Yeah, it was literally just a Morton building. And, like, I remember, because I thought this was kind of cool, they had some of the doors, like, open, because they're kind of like garage doors. Yeah. So you could, like, kind of see outside. Um, And I've never played, like, roller derby outside outside, so that was, like, the closest that I've been to kind of playing outside, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, And then... Good touching back on some of the other buildings that I've played in during Bodus, it was like a super tight um venue, so there were two tracks, but they were within like five feet of one another, so the ref lanes were like running into each other. That was crazy. I think I've talked about that on here a little bit, and then I also played I can't remember exactly I think this is also in Missouri, but their building is it, it it's in like a it's like an event center, sports center building. So it's on a basketball court, but all the stands are like 10, 15 feet in the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like if you're on the track or on the, the court, like you're just surrounded by a big wall. Like there's just walls all the way around and like 10 feet up. If you look up, there's like people. Oh, it's damn. really bizarre. <laughs> like, there's no one on the floor level. Like, they're all, like, 10 feet and higher, and then there's the stands. I thought that was kind of weird. Did you play in any weird uh, um, weird venues this year? I mean, it's not weird. I just, we talked about it with Moose, about, like, Denver's floor is a little sketchy. But, like, I know what you mean about weird venues. Just kind of, like, interesting. You wouldn't think you'd play there. But, like, we talked about, like, oh, my gosh, I'll never forget the conversation with Optimus Grime where it's, like, roller derby will take you to weird, some not weird venues, but, like, people will do anything to play roller derby. Like, if they need to play, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, but I think, oh, gosh, because I coached, too, so I guess that counts, like, the venues we went to with the kids. Um, uh, Utah, Wasatch, I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Their junior team, well, I mean, their adult team also, it's called the Derby Depot, and it's kind of like a loading dock, so, like, you know when semis back up into, like, a loading dock? And I don't know how else. that sounds stupid, <laughs> bruh, oh my god. Um, no, I think I got you, I think I know But, like, it was one of those, but it was huge, I don't know, like, it had, like, this, I don't know, it was so, <laughs> it was so nice, it was such a big... Not a big venue, but it was a very nice venue. And I love when, like, derby teams obviously either own it or, like, they rent it out, but they're able to, like, make it their own, you know, where they have, like, their posters are up and then they have all these other things that are, I don't know. That's the same thing with, like, Denver. Denver's venue is, like, beautiful. Like, they are so lucky. I know it's small, but, like, they they can, like, make it their own. Like, they have a bunch of um, 
I don't know. I just think it's really cool how like venues can transform and you can obviously it's like somebody's home. I don't know. I've been to a lot of like really big venues this year. Oh, oh my god. You I think you played there. Um Sioux Falls, Where their junior their junior team. Oh yeah. So uh-huh. that Coliseum or like that arena not arena, but like have you ever played there, that Coliseum that they practiced in? It had like a green uh-huh. kind of floor and it had like uh-huh. Did you ever did you ever play there? I don't remember. I remember we played them and there were a lot of windows when I was there, so it was really sunny. Oh. There were like sunny patches that were like spraying into people's eyeballs. Was that it might have been at the Special Olympics place that they Cuz I played I, I don't, played I can't, I can't remember like a um no, like they played I played Sioux Falls at like a Special Olympics center which is really really nice. It was really nice. And then I played them at this like huge oh yeah i think i have this huge Cheap. sports complex where there was like five different things going on in one building it was insane and then the kids more recently last year they played against sioux falls at like their home practice space but they act that was actually the last time they were playing there because i think it got sold to somebody and they weren't gonna let them practice there anymore but it was like a coliseum it was in, it was like a like an old school coliseum I see pictures of me at somewhere that's green. What? So maybe. Where? On your Instagram? On my Instagram. I'm going to look. Let me look at this. It's like all the way in 2020, though. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, this was the place with like the okay. this the God. What is that even called? The stage? Oh my lord! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the place. That's pretty cool, then. Dang, actually, it's kind of weird scrolling down to your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I used to. So we sometimes okay. would go to um, I think Wichita's. Where is that? I can't remember. The Cotillion. They used to hold mashups there. Yes, bro. That place is so Cotillion's cool. cool. I the have Cotillion's a shirt. Really cool. I have a shirt from there. Yeah, they they do like concerts and different things there. Um, sometimes they'll do like dancing there. So occasionally the floor will be like powdered or whatever. Yeah. So that sometimes sucks, but yeah, yeah, it's a pretty cool venue too. The Cotillion, you should you should all look it up. It has like a really cool on the stage. There's like a cool background and stuff. But that place is pretty dang cool. So as for May, y'all did a lot of tournament stuff. You did quite a bit of yeah. quite a bit of rebranding tournament. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Uh, let's we can talk about the merch. Um, after so like the beginning of the season, we wanted to start small with merch because we weren't sure like how many people were gonna come back and support us. Like we had no clue, so we just did like our regular logo on a black shirt um we almost sold out of those our first game back so we were like okay we need to one get more of these like regular black shirts because they're pretty popular and then also get some new merch and so i sent out a thing um 
asking people to submit their ideas for merchandise. And I also reached out to a veteran skater because our idea was because last year was like our first year back. So we wanted it to be like new, but also kind of like a modern twist, I guess, like a new no coast roller derby, but also have like the flair of like old no coast roller derby, which is old school roller derby, that sort of vibe, I guess. And Nobody really said anything, <laughs> and I was just like, "Uh, I don't, you know, I'm I'm already doing so much with the board, and I can I can help put this together, but whatever." And then I got some other yeah, people involved with it, um, <clears throat> and they were super great. They sent some designs back, and then a lot of our current board members now, actually, they weren't board members, but they have connections to like graphic designers with local print shops and whatnot. And so one of them reached out to a girl that does. Um, graphic design for one of the print shops and she did it for free and she sent back some different designs that were really cool um in my most recent reel i'm wearing one of our sweatshirts that's like one of my favorite merch items that i have of ours Uh, we also did hats so we did we did we did team posters we did sweatshirts we did tote bags we did a lot of different stuff and like the tote bags they have old design they have an old design that Nokos used to have on a shirt so we kind of like brought some of those designs back because i th- i don't know i think old school designs are really cool um so that was fun it, it was super expensive merch is really expensive but i think we well yeah. we invested in it well and we still have a lot of it left over but the nice thing about all the merch that we did do it will last us for the next couple seasons and then we'll probably do like two new things and like to like replenish it, I guess. So people are always getting something new, um, but we have plenty of it for now so we can use it for this year. We don't plan on doing any more merch just because it is so expensive. You really have to like save up for that. Yeah, it's definitely an investment. Yeah. We did a little bit of new merch stuff. I want to say like in July or something i had the idea i was like we we need something fresh like we need to get something new because we've been running the same shirts if somebody wanted this shirt they already have it right um we need something kind of flashy something fun and it was summertime so i was like we should do like a summertime exclusive shirt yeah and so i was like let's do tie-dye shirts like let's just get some white shirts and you can buy bulk tie-dye for pretty cheap like twenty dollars and it'll tie-dye like I don't know, of gazillion shirts, probably like 80 shirts. So, um, yeah, we did that. We just bought some bulk tie-dye. We all, one practice, got together and rolled all the shirts and made the spirals and stuff and sprayed them down. And, yeah, yeah, they were so successful, though. And it was such an easy thing um, and super fun. And everybody really liked, you know, because it's kind of like a bright, fun shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, That's merch fun. is definitely an investment. Oh, it for is sure. such an investment. But I think um, it's 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 uh it's a good investment. You just have to be smart with like so like more recently I'm worried we're we're doing calendars or we we did like a photo shoot for calendars. Um and we finally like got all the um pictures not all the pictures back. We got the pictures back and then we sent it over to a print shop to put them to, for them to put together like a mock up and we liked it and so then we put in an order and I don't know we're gonna have some leftover I already know it like so that's one thing is like you have to be um cautious smart about about it yeah you have to be Mm -hmm. cautious on how much you order and kind of like know your audience whether or not 
they're going to buy it. So that's one thing that I worry about with merch. Um, and then May for like playing, um, the juniors held their second annual spring ball brawl tournament. That was one of their like really successful first tournaments last year or two years ago now, I guess. Um, that was a lot of fun. Those tournaments, like I said, with the juniors are a lot of fun. I'm really excited for this year. We're having like all brand new teams like Kalamazoo's coming. Actually, I don't know if I can say that. Oops. Oh, well. Um, we'll bleep it out. Oh, we'll I don't know. I'll just cut it out. But I'm pretty sure we're, I don't know if we're allowed to. Whatever. But a lot of new different teams are coming for that tournament. So I'm really excited for this year, especially the February one. So both of those we're doing again. It'll be a lot of fun. And then last year I went to Denver for the Altitude Adjuster. That was like my first ever high level tournament. Team Montana was there. Denver's um, B team was there playing, which is almost like their A team. Honestly, they're really good. Um, uh, California Derby Galaxy, they're another really incredible team. And Pikes Peak was there. There's a lot of different teams that we didn't play, but it was cool watching them. It was a lot of fun. That was like my first ever adult tournament. And oh my God, it was oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like definitely like a wake-up call of just not like a bad wake-up call. I don't know how to describe it. Just kind of like, holy crap. Like, this is real. Like, playoffs will be soon enough. Like, it's coming. So that was a lot of do you fun. Think, like, do you think like going into adult roller derby has kind of changed where you place yourself as a oh, roller derby player? Yeah. So... I've, like, I don't know, I think we talked about this probably in private more, but, like, when we were junior players, I felt, well, when you when you play junior derby for a long time, you kind of work your way up the totem pole. So, like, when I first started, I obviously was, like, the lowest of the low. I wasn't the first one out, and then as you, like, widen your skill set, as you get better and get more practice, obviously that comes with more play time and... And then eventually, for some cases, you become the captain and then blah, 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 you know, how that all works out. And so I felt like in my junior career, when especially when I aged out, like I was I was at this like peak, I guess I was like, I am the best I can be on this team. Obviously, playing other teams, I was not the best. So like when I played Des Moines as a junior, I was like, dang, I suck in comparison. And then. As I moved to the adults, it's like, like, I am not the best player on this team at all. Like, there are so many players on this team that, one, have put in way more time than I have, so they deserve their play time, you know what I mean? And then, two, like, I just came in. I am not the best. I still have so much to learn, especially in regards to, like, the way adults play. Like, I, yeah, I definitely would place myself lower but not in like a defeat way more like I want to get better so I'm gonna put myself down here so I can climb my way up because I don't know that's good I don't know (laughs) that's a good mindset to have but like we had no yeah like um one of our skaters put out this thing about we made like a content post out of it where it was like what was your 2023 like what what was your 2023 goal and then or what was a 2023 goal that you had conquered and then what do you want to have as your goal in 2024 and one of mine was I did my first ever adult season like that was one of my biggest I just wanted to do that that was a goal of mine and I did it 
And then my 2024 goal was to make it to playoffs. Or no, it was actually, I didn't put that, but make it to playoffs. And then try out for Team USA. And then continue to work on my jamming skills. I'm not to the point where I want to be in the jammer rotation because I still have this like hold on blocking. Like blocking is my thing. But I would like to maybe for a season, if I get to that point, be in the jammer rotation if it's possible. Because we we have a lot of great jammers, but I don't know. I really want to get better at jamming specifically. What about you? Do I feel you- like for me, no, yeah, I feel like for me, things changed a little bit. I feel like that happens with whatever team that you're on anyways. I uh, was primarily like a brace for a really long time. Like I was pretty much just a brace. I was a communicator. But going into like the adult league, I feel like I'm more valuable as like a person on the line. Yeah. Like a forward facing blocker. Um I just feel like that's probably where like I'm more successful as an adult player just because I feel like sometimes um in adult roller derby a lot of the jammers are kind of big. Yeah. And you need like you need kind of like steady strong people to take the impact of them. So sometimes I feel like I'm just more successful there, more valuable there. Right. Um, but it just, whatever team you're on, I feel like it changes so much. Like I've been forced to jam. I've been forced to, you know, only block like at Botus, I jammed and blocked. Like they switched me back and forth. So I don't know. I just been kind of like all over the place. I will say sometimes I feel like I can be a little more successful as a jammer because I weigh more. And a lot of the adult players are kind of big and strong. And yeah. sometimes I'll see some of the, the smaller jammers, if they get caught, they struggle a little bit more. Yeah. Whereas I can kinda I can kinda like push my Bulldoze. way through. Yeah. <laughs> I can use my weight a little better. So yeah. see that's something that like yeah. holds me back, I guess. After when like joining the adults, I realized how small I am in comparison to everybody. And it's just like oh, mm-hmm. like I wish I was bigger and all I mean what I can do is just work out more, get stronger. I can't really like change my body to get bigger mm-hmm. or taller or whatever. But that's something I keep like going back. Like I get in my head about when I'm jamming, especially I'm like, if only I was bigger, if only I was bigger, but then it's like, mm-hmm. no, you watch people like, Oh my God, spaz, for example, she's really small, but mm-hmm. she can just like bounce around and just like get through people. She is. Yeah. And then like shortstop, like some OGs, like shortstop. She is just this tiny little thing. And here she is just doing back bends, getting through like these giant walls. So it's like, it, it's possible. It just, it's something that gets in your head, I guess. No, I totally understand that. And and like I said, like... I want to see Shelby jam to- 2024. me jamming yeah i already i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that i'll probably jam when we go to texas so let's go i've already said well i i mean that's not like the goal is to make me jam but i have a feeling it'll just come in handy yeah it might be a little helpful to have another big 
your person because our jammers are kind of smaller. We have yeah. Luna, who's like pretty much the same size as like height as me and stuff. Yeah, and she's like a tank. But yeah, she is. Our other jammers, our other jammers are just a little small, so they, sh- you know, sometimes if somebody can really hold them, they struggle a little bit. Right. So who knows? Maybe I will be a jammer a little bit. Let's go. <laughs> I think we're in uh, June. Are we going to June? Where? Are we in oh, June? Are we now? in June? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh so one big thing that I had in June was I started making merchandise for us for the Track Talk Pod. Um we we had some like previously made just graphics and stuff, and I just kind of converted those into stickers. That I bought from Etsy. Yeah. But as for like, I wanted something a little more, you know, closer to a t-shirt, but I don't have t-shirt money to be investing into merchandise like that. <laughs> so I was like going back, I was like going back through my my arsenal of things that I've done that are artsy. And I've been taught how to do like printing, like not screen printing totally, but like printing with a block yeah. where you carve it and stuff. So yeah, I just took a, took one of those blocks and I carved out kind of like a little just a little graphic just is a, a skate. It's a silhouette of a skate and it just says Track Talk Podcast and kind of like sketchy writing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did that and it was super fun. Um, I tie-dyed the bandanas which I thought made it even more you know, fitting. And I don't know. Yeah, it was just, it was really fun. We were then able to kind of sell them, and it was pretty. It was a pretty fun investment that yeah. we made our money back. With, which yeah, is cool. It was something new to try, and it was cool that people were just like, "Well, this, this is later when we sold it, but whatever." Um, it was cool. Like people would walk by and be like, "Ooh, what is this?" Or like, "Oh, I know what you guys are." Or like your your teammates would buy some of our stuff and my teammates would buy some of our stuff. It was really cool. Like, can I just say a lot of my teammates are super supportive and just really yeah. cool about the podcast. So shout out to them. That's that's one thing that we haven't talked about a lot is just like, actually, I feel like we have talked about it a little <laughs> bit. We get we get kind of like awkward at the idea that people know who we are yeah a little bit like people we don't know know who we are yeah that's what kind of boggles my mind yeah it's like there are people that i don't know that know me yeah um and like i had a teammate that moved to pennsylvania and she was she started playing on the philly team she was at a philly practice and you know you do like intros when you go to a new team and you're like yeah i used to play for the crushers yeah and I, she was like just kind of talking about that, and somebody's like, "Wait, so do you know Serial Killer? Like she plays for the Crush." She was like, "Yeah, she was like my teammate," and she was like, "Oh yeah, well I like listen to her podcast." And just like hearing stuff like that is like crazy, so crazy, to me. yeah. Like just random people on Philly's team listen to us, right? Like what? Hey Philly, hey, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> yeah, that stuff is always. I'm so. I'm just excited for like the meeting more people because that was another yes. experience when. Oh, in June I went to Boulder and I played, um, Boulder City, or Boulder County. Oh my God, sorry. And I met Moose 
Well, I also met Moose in Denver, but like we played against each other. That was fun. But yeah, that was another experience that I had is like two really sweet people came up to me and were like, oh my God, we love the podcast. Um, can we get a picture? I love, like, one of them just, she was just, like, talking to me, and she was like, I love the way you play. I want to play just like you. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, thank <laughs> you. I don't know. I'm so yeah. excited to, like, continue to meet people, especially this year with, like, more traveling and more mm-hmm. experiences. And just, it's, I'm I'm so excited. I'm really awkward meeting new people, but, like, it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> I'm excited to, like, do that. Oh, yeah. And I think we've said it before, like, if you do want to talk to us, we're totally down to talk. Yeah. And we're not trying to, like, we're not at a level that's, like, I don't know. Like, I think of some people that I would be awkward going up to and talking to because I think they're, like, a famous person. Like, right. I wouldn't consider us, like, a famous person. Oh, heck so, no. Like, oh. don't, don't, like, think that you need to be intimidated no. or something to come up to us because I, I don't know. Please, please do, because I We're love. I love really cool at all. Yeah, I love taking pictures and just like talking and like getting yeah. to know people. Like, where do they play? What do they do? I don't know. I think it's. I think it's fun. It's really cool meeting new people, especially in the derby world, because we all we all love, love roller derby. Moose. Moose, I wish I could meet Moose. Moose just posted something on her Dude. story like yesterday. That was a blender cup that says yeah, my it, was, name it had on your it. name on it. I liked it. Moose's Moose's niece. I almost said niece. Uh, Moose is so so sweet. (laughs) She's so sweet. Um, But yeah, and then something else that happened in June is JRDA playoffs in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, No Coast Junior Derby placed third after a very long and exhausting playoffs weekend. That was one of the, I want to say Saturday was one of the longest derby days of my life. It was over 12 hours, I think. It was insane. Like, our first game was probably over an hour and a half long. It was just, it was really well worth it in the end. The kids were super proud of themselves because in 2022, they placed last when we hosted. And so seeing that they obviously saw that they have improvement and are going to continue to improve. So that was really, really awesome. And then in July, um, you already talked about your tie-dye shirts, but... Yeah, I kind of talked about... Yeah, I kind of already talked. That's kind of when we started debuting like new merchandise and having yeah. that idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then for No Coast in July, we started our like summer home season. So we had already been in season, but the fun didn't really begin until we went to the icebox. That's kind of our home. And so... We played a lot of amazing games at the Icebox. We played three, or not three, but we played three different times at the Icebox, both our B and our A team. Um, I had the opportunity to play Shelby at our last one on August 12th. So that was a lot of fun. And then in August... Yeah, we did... We did so much stuff together for the podcast. Stuff that still has not even been released yet. (laughs) Might I say, maybe I'll release something today. Who knows? But, um... Yeah, we just we just made so much content. We were able to I stayed the weekend after our game. So we uh starting with the game, we sold our merch, which was really cool. Uh yeah, we had like a whole table that we decorated and made all cute and mm-hmm. it was just really awesome to like like we were kind of talking about sell stuff to people and people right. actually wanted our things. 
which was really cool. And then, uh, yeah, we made a lot of content. We slept that night. Actually, we went to an after party together, which was kind of fun. My first ever after um, party I went to is Shelby. <laughs> Yay. It was kind of fun. That was actually really cool. We did that. Uh, we have a Polaroid. I have a Polaroid from that night. And then the next day, we recorded a whole lot of skating content. We went live for the first time, which was kind of fun. People yeah. got to hop on and kind of talk to us while we were live streaming. We recorded a bunch of stuff. We recorded some GoPro stuff, which was really cool. That was so much fun. Um, but yeah, it, and that those we still have not released yet. So yeah. You know, maybe maybe some of the the GoPro content will get released. Yeah. That was sponsored by uh, that was sponsored by my boyfriend, the GoPro. Shout out to Jacob. <laughs> Shout out Jacob. <laughs> Jacob does Jacob does uh he probably won't even listen to this episode because he's the worst. I'm calling him out. I'm kidding. He does actually listen to a lot of the episodes, but he uh, does so much for the podcast, Loki. Yes. Uh. He literally, he, I don't know if you can tell, but Emma probably sounds a little bit different. She has a headset. Yay. Emma and I now have, we have matching headsets with mics <laughs> because of Jacob. Jacob bought them. Um, He's just, yeah, he's really supportive of the pod. So we get to use his GoPro and all his Fun fancy stuff. little doodads. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were able to just record a bunch of stuff. We also went to the zoo together, which was really fun. Yeah. We got to actually hang out. Emma and I, I don't think we've ever just normally hung out. No, it's always so, like derby related. So it was kind of cool to actually just be like friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not like, not like, I mean, we're friends. Business but, partners. Know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah all the things yes and then september we went to the fall brawl together which is a mixer hosted by oh my gosh i'm yawning ah, sorry selena yes <laughs> selena um, selena hosted which we we actually played together i think it was two years before that so like i didn't go to the last one because we had something i think and then the one before that we played together. That was like when I first aged out, and then I think you'd been aged out for a while, for like a year. And then, yeah, we got to play together again. It was kind of um, scary because the way that they did the rosters is like you had to draw, oh, yeah. you had to draw from a hat, like a black chip or a white chip. And if you drew a black one, you're on the white, or you were on the black team. If you drew a white one, you're on the white team. And I was like, I have to play with Shelby, like. Like, this is our <laughs> one chance to play together again, because we used to, and then we're going to play against each other more and more as we go on. So, yeah, that was really fun. I remember, I don't remember who, I think you pulled it first one of the times, and yeah. uh, it was like a white one or whatever it was. And then it, all the pressure was on me. I'm like, <laughs> right. I gotta pull a white one. Right. What if I don't? And then I remember I did, and we were like screeching yeah. and hollering. We're like, let's, ah, go. let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then like at that fall brawl tournament, like we explored interview style content, and so oh, Shelby, yes. I was refing, and Shelby was pulling people off on the side and interviewing people. <laughs> I was so. hustling people. Yeah, that was really cool. I I want to. 
personally, I think we should continue to do those when we're together. Yeah. Or, like, even when we're not together, I just need to get better at them because it was bad. But, yeah, that was... We have a few more of... We have a few more of those that we can release as well. Some other content. We're kind of posting content between, um, like, our regular uh, podcast posts. Like, yeah. hey, this is who we have today. Um, so, yeah. Just kind of doing doing those in between. So, I'm trying to push them, push them out. Especially because we are kind of going into the winter months. So, I don't want to post, like, all of our content... Yeah. And then not be able to make any any outdoor content or anything yeah, like right. that because it's cold. Yeah. So I'm kind of holding on to stuff to post gradually. But yeah. We have stuff for that. We have a few other skaters that were really fun that we'll release some content about them, talking to them. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Yeah. Things. Exciting. And then you I have, believe in you the have... month. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, what were you going to say? I was going to say, and you have something really cool in September. Yeah, I believe it was in September. I could be totally effing wrong. One of these months, um, Lloyd Hit Squad actually came to Topeka because they were kind of going on their tour situation where they were driving all over to the different major tournaments and hitting uh, different teams on the way. We were scrimmaging against KCRW, and he came out and he recorded some content for us which was really cool to get to meet him. And we were able to actually have some, some more conversations because uh, I've never really been able to just talk with, with them a lot. And yeah, it was just really cool to be able to kind of talk and get to know each other a little bit more than just on social media. So yeah, that was my big September thing. And then October was a little bit dead for us. Yeah. We didn't have we didn't have much. We personally, the Crushers always hold a Halloween skate, like a dress up adult skate situation. So I did do that. Went as the White Rabbit, got to skate around. Let's go. But you actually did. You had like a little mixer. Yeah, and then we also. I thought this was in November, but it actually started in no- October. We started our two month recruitment process. It was crazy there was a lot of people our first night and then as recruitment goes you know people figure out they don't know if it's for them and so by the end of this recruitment we have gained 15 skaters so that's a pretty good win for us really excited for those people um they're really cool and then yeah in october we hosted a halloween mixer with the juniors and so that was, I think, No Coast Roller Derby's first ever mixer that they have hosted. And also we were able to do it with the juniors. So that was a really good experience where we could kind of combine derby communities and just like really open it up. And it was really nice hearing from people that came to our Halloween mixer that they really enjoyed it. They had a lot of fun playing against the people that they played with or against. Um, I'm really happy with the, how it turned out. I hope to do more mixers. It's just really hard figuring out when to do them and you know yeah dude emma and i would love to somehow host oh, a mixer can we talk about that uh, like the idea we had i don't know maybe it's i don't know we need to talk to people I almost don't, yeah we need to talk to people because i i would love to be involved in something and help organize something but it's kind of hard. Emma and I would love to do some sort of a podcast, something or another, 
that in- involves maybe like a mashup. Yeah. Think but of like just trying to figure it out. I think of like RollerCon letting us host a little mixer with specific types of skaters that we uh closely identify with. That's really <laughs> sus. That's really sus, but like it's a it's a really fun idea. I just I'd hate to put it out there and then like it not happen. I would really love for it to happen. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of our goals maybe this year is just to like work with more have an people. event of some sort. Yeah. yeah. Or like work with more people that yeah can help us with these ideas. Yeah. It's hard just because we don't really make money at all. <laughs> like like we've sold merch and stuff, but we still like a lot of that goes back into the podcast. Yeah. Um and like we don't really get a lot of a takeaway. Like we don't really get a takeaway from that sort of a thing. No. And um so having some sort of funding for any of these ideas, it makes it hard. Yeah. Uh you know, I've talked about we've talked about doing some sort of a um educational thing somewhere. Yeah. But again, that requires some sort of somebody, either like a team or somebody to wanna get us there. So just Yeah. It's kind of hard for us right now. We don't have like we don't have finances for it. I guess is yeah. what I'm trying to say. We yeah. don't have money for it. So yeah. a lot of this stuff, these ideas that we want to put out there for you guys, it would have to be kind of s- not sponsored. I feel like sponsored is kind of a weird word, but it would have to be the production would have to be done by somebody else. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. So say we do want we want to do a clinic like a track talk clinic. Somebody would have to probably pay for us to come there in the least. Yeah. Um, Which, honestly, is not a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) We should... I'm not super opposed to... We should talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, we should actually talk about it. (sighs) Okay. Um, I don't even know. Are we something like that... What? What were you saying? What were you gonna say? I was just saying that we should talk about that later. Yeah, no, we can. <laughs> we can. Uh, so if you're ever interested in doing any like educational stuff with us, I've been in the league for I think going on eleven years now. Although I'm a junior, I'm an ex junior skater. I've got a lot of knowledge in my noggin. Got a lot of knowledge. <laughs> As for November, did not like we didn't have a lot going on that that month either. The Crusher started the recruitment, um, so we started kind of doing that that sort of thing. This also kind of subs as like our a little bit like our off season when we yeah. recruitment. It's totally like low level. It's really chill. A lot of it is just, like, going over those fundamental skills. So we start from scratch, um, learning how to stop and fall. And this also kind of helps keep some of our skaters that are really good at roller derby, kind of keeping those, like, basics up to date and keeping them fresh. Because you can lose skill. And then my big thing is I went on a little vacation in November uh, I went to Florida and I was able to like I brought my skates. My boyfriend and I we brought our skates and 
we skated down Hollywood Beach in Florida a whole bunch. We skated everywhere. Um, we didn't rent a car or anything, so we literally just like skated to the convenience stores and skated to the gas stations and um just kind of hung out it was so fun and it was so cool to see like the community there there are a lot more just out in the wild which was really cool to see um there were so many people that just recreationally skated along the beach just for fun on inlines Uh or whatever and there were even there were even little shops where you could rent skates that's so cool so i think a lot of people would just come up to kind of rent skates and hang out and try to learn. And it was That's just really fun. cool to see it because we don't get that in the Midwest, you know, like I don't know. I, I don't just ever see skaters just like in the wild, you know, when I so, see skaters in the yeah, wild, I'm really like, cool Oh my go God, them. they're like me or like, Oh my God. Yeah. You should go play they're like, I already do. I'm like, oh. <laughs> just kidding. Well, you, it's like an automatic, it's like an automatic little connection that you you get yeah. with people. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, just really cool. But yeah, oh, and then so I cool did forget so something. Yeah, I did forget something in November. It. We, um, the juniors hosted a another kind of like mini tournament. It was a round robin. That one was really fun. There was a lot that happened, but putting that aside, the kids did really good. I'm really excited for like the juniors this year. Um. They put in a lot of work, and during that tournament, they beat a team that I, when I was on the juniors, we never even beat, and so that was really exciting to see them, you know, finally really see that they put in all this work, and they were able to be a team that they probably thought they never could be, and then another team that we're keeping our eye out for, Des Moines, we were really close. Um, It was like a 10-point game, and so... I'm really excited just to see where things go for the juniors, especially. We have high hopes for champs this year, so if that's the case, there will be a lot of traveling in 2024, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. So fun. Um, So going into December... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Going into December... We the big one that happened to me was we had Nightmare Before Christmas, which is always a tournament that the Crushers hold on or a tournament, my bad. A mashup that the Crushers put on in December time. It's Christmas versus Halloween. So if you're ever looking for, you know, some mashups in the off season, we always hold that one and it's super fun and everybody dresses up like I wore a Christmas dress and played. It's always a super fun game, and generally the rosters are pretty close. Like, this was a really close game. Um, it was pretty back and forth, and I had to try, like, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's coming from, like, a kind of high-level skater. It was a pretty high-level skater mashup. It was, it was some of the better skaters from the Midwest. So it was a really tough game. It was really fun. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was a big one, and I always loved that that mashup Emma didn't come this year I I am a loser and I prioritized working over everything (laughs) I just yeah whatever after this year I was like people after this year I was like when I get the chance I need to work so I've been working a lot trying to get my money up because I'm trying to get new skates and trying to possibly expand 
my technology so it'll be better for the podcast and I'm able to edit episodes faster if I have like a bigger space or a bigger setup setup so but yeah December I really just kind of finished up school got all my finals done and then I really just focused on the board I guess I guess if we really want to get into the boring stuff I (laughs) with the board we went through our bylaws we updated all of our bylaws and then went through our code of conduct, updated our code of conduct. I've just been, like, working on our website, getting ready for next season to make sure, like, things go better and, like, the way that we do paperwork and the way that we do our dues. Like, people can pay for their dues on our website now. They have their own, like, skater portal, so I'm really excited. And then we we released that calendar shoot that we were talking, that I was talking about earlier. So, if you want to buy a no-coast roller derby calendar, go to our website. Um, You can get one there. Mm Uh, Yeah, it's just been, like, behind-the-scenes work, I guess, for me, mostly. And then it'll continue to be that through January, and then we'll start practices next week. So, yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to... This week, we're going to be starting practices. I guess going into the new year, what that kind of looks like for at least my team. We're looking at quite a few different tournaments that we're going to be going to, which is really exciting because the Capital City Crushers have never really previously been like a travel travel team we would travel maybe within you know kansas area but yeah we're we're actually kind of pushing past that and um going to a few different tournaments this year the big one being clover cup we're going to be going to clover cup in march which is going to be really fun as well as we're looking to go to show me show me skate tournament which is in springfield missouri um which will also be really fun. There's quite a few teams that are going to be exciting to play against there, but also we're just playing teams that we've never played before. Just trying to get some diversity in our, like, I don't know, you know, just trying to play different teams. Yeah. We, one thing that has always stuck with me, and I may have said this quote before, but when the chick whips were not good, (laughs) when we were not a very good team, we went and we played Des Moines, the team that we were just talking about earlier. And Des Moines has always been one of the best junior roller derby teams ever. Yeah. Um, they're just really good. They have really good coaching staff. Everybody's very competitive. Yep. And we went out there one time, and they beat us by like a gazillion points. Like literally, it was like three hundred to thirty. Like it was, it was a good, it was good, it was a good beatdown. And we went to one of their practices, and their coach was like, you know, you guys have been playing the same teams, sort of like you're in a fishbowl. You're playing the same teams over and over and over again, and you know you're going to beat them. Yeah. So you know you're like the predator in your fish tank. But when you start going past that and going out into into this bigger world of roller derby, like there's a whole ocean of roller derby out there that you guys have not even touched yet. Yeah. Uh, and you guys are not the predator. Like, you are not the best at all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, that was like the turning point of the Chick Whips. And I feel like that's where we're at right now, is we're just now starting to kind of spread out and play these teams that we haven't played at all. That might, you know, it's going to be a really tough games and stuff. Um, but in the long run, it's going to make us better. Right. And... We're going to learn a lot this year, I think, 
just from playing a diverse amount of teams and and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to see how our skaters react React, to this year and how how everything goes. I'm really excited. It's going to be really good. Like I said, we're just getting out there. We're getting our name out there. We're playing roller derbies out in the big world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm excited for 2024. I think it's going to be a really, another big year, especially, I mean, last year was huge just because everybody was coming back in a different way. And I think we saw, I don't know, I felt like last year it was a new, like, era for roller derby, if that makes any Mm -hmm. sense. Like, it was I've heard a lot of, sorry, I've heard a lot of older people talk about how roller derby looks a little different right now. Yeah. You can continue. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it has it has like a different vibe to it, and I, I'm not quite sure what that vibe is yet. But yeah, I I don't like I'm not hating it or anything. I think. What were you gonna say? I I feel like I don't know. I feel like as a junior, when I'm watching adult roller derby, like back in the day, like twenty it's twenty seven, eighteen, nineteen. If I'm watching champs on YouTube of the adult roller derby, I feel like it's slow. Like, I feel like it's really, really, really slow. Yeah. And I think we're slowly getting away from that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we're getting away from that organized pack, like, always having a friend right next to you. I think it's a lot of zone play. I think it's a little more hectic and a little more fast-paced. Yeah. Um, I think, like, some of the juniors are coming up, and it's making it interesting for mm-hmm. some of the adults. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, like... I even look at, like, jammers, and I think people, the way that people, like, jam is differently. I think that, I mean, obviously, there's so many different ways to jam, and there's different types of jammers, but I think we're seeing more, like, explosive movements and just, like, more track awareness, and, like, smarter roller derby is being played, which I personally love. Like, I love when smart players do really amazing things and it's just like tactical i guess which i think is becoming more prevalent at least just for like me and my personal like career and my team because i know we really emphasize on being smart players um so i don't know i really like where it's going i like the way and i think like a lot of leagues like this is so oh my god this is so like my major and like what i'm going into school for but like social media for a little derby is like becoming somewhat like mainstream i don't know how to describe Mm -hmm. i i've noticed more leagues are being more personable to their fans and like i don't know it's just social media is taking a really big role when it comes to roller derby i've noticed as well i mean we're part of it like we are one of the roller derby podcasts and like we're we're part of that community and i think we're using social media for it so i don't know i'm really excited for I think this year is going to be another big year for roller derby just because playoffs and the champs and like it's all like coming all the tournaments all, yeah the it's all yeah it's all coming together and just like yeah it's really cool do you have any like 2024 goals or resolutions that you want to do this year I feel like I'm starting to train a little bit more like an athlete uh, I go to the gym quite a bit, and I do a lot of strength training, but I do go to a commercial gym 
So sometimes it's awkward to do like explosive movements. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I feel like I struggle with a lot is caring what other people think of me. Yeah. Um, so like when I'm at the gym, I might be doing something correct and I know that I'm doing it correct, but it's a little awkward. So I'm afraid people think that I'm doing something like dumb. (laughs) So like, I don't know. I, so I kind of sometimes let that get in in the way of just like training for my sport. Cause our sport's weird to train for. It is. Yeah. Um, and so some of the motions that you might want to do in a gym, it can be a little bit awkward, but just improving that, improving my body. I have a few injuries that are kind of, they've been a long-term fight for me to make them better. Yeah. I'm starting to feel kind of good again. I actually did go last practice that I played. It was scrimmage and I jammed like the whole scrimmage almost. And I was feeling pretty good. I don't know. I was feeling kind of squirrely. So, you know, maybe just becoming becoming a better jammer, just becoming more of an athlete, mm-hmm. um, training more for explosive movements, trying to get faster. I'm pretty slow. So getting faster. Um, I need to get better. I kind of tweaked my ankle a long time ago, which has kind of affected how much how I put my weight on my feet. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been able to open my hips as much when I chase people down when skating backwards. Like if I'm running forwards and I flip to to skate backwards around them, I feel like my hips haven't been opening as good just because I've been like leaning or scared to put as much weight on one of my foots. Yeah. Just just getting better in that way because I feel like I haven't been playing as good of roller derby as I wish. And I, I get this thing in my head that's like, you know, people talk about like your peak. Yeah. I'm like, have I peaked? I doubt it. Like, I hope this isn't my. I hope this isn't my downfall, man. I feel no. like it's been an off year. I feel like this year has been like an off year, and that's just me being kind of emo about it. But <laughs> I feel like it's been a little bit of an off year, and I don't know if it's just been because of like injuries or what. Possibly. Um, but yeah, I just wanna. I just wanna improve more and have a little bit of a comeback year. Yeah. I guess. That's I don't fair. know. Yeah, that's kind of my my whole spiel about it. I guess. You got anything? What you what your goals? What your derby goals? Um, I kind of spoke of them briefly, but I like more like mindset wise, and we talked about this with like juniors. I don't know why. It's kind of like going into my adult season, and I don't know if it's because I'm in a position of power. Like, I am a board member, and I I really take I take my board member role, like, seriously. Like, I almost, it's like a job, you know? I, I care a lot about our league, and I really want us to succeed. Like, I have really big goals for the league, and I'm only going to be a board member for so long unless I want to renew my term, which is a whole nother conversation. Um <laughs> but like mindset wise, I I want to be more in the moment. So I know we talked a lot about it with like juniors. Oh, and oh, I yeah. think one of the pieces of advice that you gave to May was like, just really be in the moment and like appreciate every single moment you have as a junior skater, because it's not going to last forever. But I think that's like the same kind of mindset I want to have for adults. Like, yes, I'm more subject to be on adults longer or like playing roller derby as long as I possibly can, but there's always something that could come up. And so like, just because I'm in a position and I'm always stressing about 
something that's going on and like I have to make sure like this is on time or I have to make sure this like resource goes out or whatever like I have mm-hmm. I have stuff I need to get done just always remember like there's people on the board with me that can help me get it done so I'm able to like be in the moment or like when it's a game like last year I ran into an issue where something came up and then I was called over when I I had my gear on I was just about to go warm up and somebody had pulled me aside and said, this is wrong, this happened, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody stepped in and was like, Emma's about to go play a game. She's not in the headspace to be taking care of this right now. And I'm not even going to lie, like, that threw me off the entire game. I got six penalties that game. And I was just, I was worried about something completely not even subject to the game. And so I really want to, like, take that mindset of just, like, being in the moment and focusing on my gameplay rather than focusing on other things that I could be stressing about. So like the moment that I put on my gear or the moment we start warming up off skates, nothing else matters except for the game. That's something I really want to focus on this no, year, yeah. especially with one like thing, playoffs coming up and stuff. One thing that I've been doing, which I feel like kind of helps my mental because I am one of those people that are very serious. Yeah. When I play roller derby and it, Sometimes becomes, I don't think it becomes an issue, but I think some people think that I'm like grouchy Mm -hmm. or whatever, but I'm just like a really serious person. Like if I'm about to play a game, like I don't really have like a good, I don't know. I'm just serious. I'm taking it very seriously. So I don't have like a lot of emotions or like when I'm playing, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm having fun, but I don't look like I'm always having fun. Uh, but I've been bringing, sometimes I'll bring my phone to the bench, which sounds very improper. Right. But sometimes when you leave it there, people know it's there and they'll like take a picture on it. <laughs> and like sometimes like you'll have it and you could like take pictures while you're there on the bench. That's a, that's and- a good, like, I like that idea, but knowing me, because I also run the social media, so I'll be like, ooh, I should get some content out of this game. And then oh, I also yeah. I also feel like our bench coaches, my captains, would not like that. They would be pissed. One thing – well, here's the thing, though, because I think, like, t- to an extent, people – like, you should be taking your game really seriously – but also, like, it's okay if you'd snap a pick. Like, because right. yeah. it sometimes brings the morale up. Like, right. I'll bring it and I'll pull it out at halftime and we'll take, like, the .5 pictures or whatever. Uh-huh. And then everybody's, like, happy and, like, laughing at themselves. Yeah. And, like, the the vibes are, like, chill. And, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like that's been a good way for me to, like, take more pictures and stuff. So now from, like, every game, I have pictures on my phone mm-hmm. of the game, and I can, like, actually remember the games, Yeah, and I can look back and, like, That's, see yeah. things, because sometimes I used to just go play games, and, like, from Junior Roller Derby, I have no pictures. Yeah. I'm like, how do I not have a single picture? Right. Um, so, yeah, I was going to say, like, I know a lot of leagues and teams would probably be like, no, you can't have your phone at the bench. Um, yeah. But for me, I don't think it's, like... It's not like you're just on your phone because that's like different. Like if you're just like on your phone, like texting somebody, like I feel like that's different. But if you're like making memories and having fun, yeah, and and stuff like that's good. Like you play. I feel like I play better when I'm having fun, anyways. Right. You know, when you got that swagger and you're just mm-hmm. vibing and the vibes are all right. You know what I mean? Yep. Instead of it being like all down and yeah, 
That's something I I really want to work on is just like not letting other outside things affect the way that I play or like the way that I like carry myself when I play, I guess, because I don't know, being a board member is hard and I really, I really enjoy being a board member, but I just can't let it affect the way that I play because it's, and I noticed that like when I, when we're hosting games, it's worse because we're hosting and I'm responsible for making sure that things are going well. And I love away games now. I'm like, I can just go and just like do me. I don't have to worry about anything. And so, I don't know. That's that's one big like mindset thing I want to work on is just also we have other incredible board members and they can take care of it. Like it's not all on me, you know, and I've been delegate. What? Delegate. Oh, yeah. And I've started. I've really Natalie, my my good buddy, Natalie, knickknack, paddywhack. She is really good at like being like, Emma, are there other people that can take care of it? give it to them or ask them if they can take care of it. It's not all on you. And so I've really, I've really taken on that role because we have new, new board members, three of them, and they're great. They're amazing. Could not ask for better people. Um, And then I think the biggest one is like, I don't know when these are happening, but I've heard about it. I saw that like team Canada is opening up tryouts. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping the team USA ones will come out soon because that's something I really want to partake in is, Team USA tryouts. So I know I want to try to do that as well, even though it's a little spooky. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a good experience either way. You know, one of my junior skaters, Speedy Morales, who played for Team USA in France last year, they were saying that like you know when they tried out, they were like, "I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it." But being <laughs> there, being there is like just as big as an op- just as big as an, an opportunity. Just like, right. I guess, you talked about it with Champs. Like, when you went to Champs, like, although you guys didn't win Champs, just being there was an opportunity and an experience. So I think going to tryouts would kind of be the same sort of thing, where it's like, who knows if you're going to make it? You don't know mm-hmm. that. It's po- You know, we talked about how, like, roller derby's changing. It's possible that the people that are drafting those teams or making those teams are looking for something different. They're looking for a different type it's, of team. Yeah. No, it's so interesting. Like sometimes people pick people for reasons that you wouldn't really like right. expect, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I think it'd be just a good experience. You'd you'd see what you know what a high level tryout looks like. Yeah, and you can like kind of take away from that, and I feel like that's yeah. pretty good preparation. What's what what's better preparation for any other tryout that you'd ever have to try out for right, other than right. team Kansas or team USA tryouts. So right. yeah, I think that's a really good uh good thing. Do you have any kind of goals for the podcast, like personal goals um, specifically for the podcast that you'd like us to kind of achieve or get to? I want to be a better co-host <laughs> and like oh, no. specific not like no, I want like when we record with guests, I would like to I'm working on it, continuing to like ask more natural questions. So like yeah. rather than stip cuz me and Shelby, we make we have a like whole doc that we write everything out on like our basic questions that we send to the interviewer or no, the interviewee and we want to ask them. And then we kind of just go from there and if if there's a moment where it just seems right and we have a question that we genuinely have to ask, I want to ask those questions off the rip, not just like 
okay, the document says this, so I have to say this, and you know, like right. I want to, and we've talked about this, like, the making script. go off yeah, the script. Yeah, like we still have the script for a reason to keep us on track, but um, I want to be more natural because we've talked about it a lot. Where it's like Shelby and I want to have a podcast that's not so like robotic, I guess, and it's natural, and we really get to know the person that we're interviewing. Not even just for, like, roller derby, but just, like, their everyday life and just, like, talking to them. Like, we're friends and just, you know, mm-hmm. having a good time. So that's one of those things. And then when it comes to, like, our content on social media, I want to get better at making content for the podcast. So, like, more recently, I had a lot of fun making that reel. Shelby sent me a real idea, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to do that. So <laughs> I want to I do more stuff like that. I think that stuff's really fun. Yeah, Yeah, I just think, like, continuing our content, trying to post more is important. And, yeah, just trying to be a little more fluid with what we're talking about. I I do feel like we do reference the document quite a bit, but just sending it, having a conversation that's a little more organic and getting to know each other, I want to see more of that. We put that as a goal for our last episode that we recorded to just try to be more organic and be natural with it. And I think that we did do better. Yeah. So I've noticed like as, as the Mm -hmm. podcast goes, like as we record, it gets better. And I think that just comes with like getting to know the person and then getting to feel out like how they respond to questions. And because a lot of the people we interview for the first time, we don't know, like, we've mm-hmm. that's the first we've time we've ever talked to them right like that's the first time we've ever spoken to them at least on a call some of them we talk to like in dms or something but that's different and so yeah that's definitely something that i will continue to work on and i think that just comes with like experience yeah and then we we're also trying to expand past roller derby a little bit so just getting a little more diverse with the different Mm -hmm. people that we interview we talked to mason or nico i think that's how you say it i can't remember (laughs) (laughs) sorry mason we talked to him he's an inline skater um that just does really awesome like tricks and stuff uh but we we want to do more than just that uh we want to talk to other people too we we've been also a little shout out to their community i don't know how much of them actually listen to our podcast episodes or whatever but his community with the texas rink rats and stuff have been so supportive of our podcast um i don't know how much you guys see it but they share our stuff all the time onto their stories and they're always like commenting little things and shouting us out and stuff um so just a little shout out to them as well they've just been so nice since yeah, they we've talked to him yeah, we just kind of went so. through the month. I think it's been a really successful year for the pod. I think it's been a successful year for both of us individually. Yeah, for sure, um, we've done a lot. I feel like we've met we've met a lot of people in the community. That's been really awesome. Just kind of networking and stuff. We've been pretty successful at that and stuff. So, yeah, that's all we've got for you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening yes, to us you. ramble. Yes. This one's going to be a long one, so I hope hope you all enjoyed. (laughs) Try to cut it down a little bit, but um, but yeah, if you want to find us on any of our social media, it's at the Track Talk Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, all the different places. 
If you go to our Instagram, there's a link in our bio to a link tree. If you click on that link tree, it has all of our links, including our personal Instagrams mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you could check that out. Um, we have quite a few different people that we've already interviewed on this podcast. I don't know what our number's at now, but you should check out those episodes too. We have, you know, coaches, we have inline skaters, all that different stuff. Um, so make sure to check them out. Yeah. And yeah. That's Thanks it. for listening. Hope you, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a good we'll rest see. of your day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>